0: Thanks for listening to Middle-Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death and UFOs, and other creepy, weird, random stories. There you go. I'm Uh, just
1: naming things in the room. Oh my God. (laughs) There's a cult of ghosts.
0: Things might look a little confusing because uh, I know the other day we posted episode 31.
1: So this is episode 32. Well, this is
0: actually episode 25. Wait. So here's what happened.
1: 31 after that should be 32.
0: Should be, but my brain is broken. Okay. And I had to change something. All right. So when we first started, as a lot of people know, we... <laughs> a
1: lot of people!
0: <laughs> everybody listening to this. Mostly, most of the people listening to this. Yeah. Uh, Me and you. Me and you.
1: <laughs> and shout out. Dustin. <laughs> yeah, shout out Brandon. Dustin.
0: Brandon. There's like three or four people.
1: Yeah. Uh, I love them all.
0: We did like eight episodes, or I think it was seven episodes, yeah. uh, where we watched ECW on the WWE Network. and like I wish I was here for those. I mean, you were here, and you were physically here.
1: (laughs) That sounds like a lot of fun.
0: But, uh, and then we, like, talked about what we were watching. Yeah. And you could watch along with it, and they just, whatever, it didn't really. Yeah, it was all right. It was fun for, like, two episodes. Yeah, that's not
1: something we can really build upon. Yeah, I lost interest pretty fast. Really fast. There's only so much Steve Carino shit-talking I can do.
0: Right, like you, yeah, (laughs) that's the real reason I quit. That one because <laughs> I just couldn't take you talking bad about Steve Garino that much. Uh, but so then we ch- we changed the format. Yeah. So starting with episode at the time eight was the new format. The Ocho. and we went from there. And I mm-hmm. deleted the first seven. That drove me insane because there was just like missing seven episodes. Yeah. So I went through and renumbered them.
1: So now eight is one.
0: But now when you listen to them, we always say what the episode number is. <laughs> So it's not going to So you know, but it doesn't matter. You're here for the stories. Yeah. Right? You're here for the for the for the pee hole talk. For the
1: for the camarade, camaraderie.
0: Right. That's what you're here for. Yeah. We all know that. Yep. You you said that. That's
1: why I come. What? Here.
0: Com- camaraderie? Yeah. Uh so yeah, this is uh whatever. This is episode 25. Yep.
1: Episode one or just, episode yeah twenty
0: five. Don't worry about the number so much. Uh, you know you're here because you saw what the episode. Either listen to us because you just you just like us and you listen to us. Yeah. Or you randomly stumbled onto this because of you the live uh, in subject France matter
1: and you want you saw us and now you're listening because we're homegrown and internationally known. You have coined that phrase and you are going to die with it. I am tonight from saying <laughs> it. You're going to kill me tonight. Uh, yeah. So. Cause um, we have listeners in like uh, all over the place, all over internationally. Uh, I think Portugal. Did you say? I mean, they are. Uh, yeah, we're. Worldwide. I know
0: Australia, mate. Well worldwide, baby. Yeah, uh,
1: internationally known, but home homegrown. Grown.
0: Yeah, I mean, we got listeners in uh, Canada, Australia, Ireland, the Philippines, United Kingdom, France. And India.
1: What if he's just one person who travels to all those places?
0: Whatever they're doing is fine by me.
1: Yeah, just keep listening. We Uh, appreciate it.
0: Real quick, while we're talking about uh, this kind of the analytics of this whole thing, if you're listening to this on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever the hell it's called now, please uh, leave us a review and rate uh, the episode. Whatever, every episode you listen to, please rate and review it. That helps a lot in uh, them pushing certain episodes yeah. and certain podcasts. So We need pushed. We would appreciate it. We need uh, pushed
1: bad. I don't know.
0: Yeah, we do, actually. Uh, but, yeah, we are going to start um, doing some video content hopefully soon. We have a YouTube channel up right now, and that is uh, we got the first few episodes are up there. I can't remember how many I've actually got. It takes a while to get those on there.
1: Uh, And I don't do any of it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: Uh, The first nine. It would
1: take longer if I had any part of it. (laughs) So I just... The first nine episodes are up there. So you can go check
0: those out. um, If you want to listen to it that way. But that is... uh, You can find our podcast. I'll tell you here in just a second because...
1: I know. Anchor.fm.
0: Yeah. Anchor.fm backslash middle-aged and mediocre. Uh, Or you can go to... Just search for middle aged mediocre on YouTube because they don't really give you a good link. They're not very. uh, It's not very user friendly.
1: It's like we're we're giving you a treasure map. Right. You Google middle aged or search middle aged mediocre on YouTube. You do the work. Yeah. Look for our logo. Yeah. I don't know what else. If there's any other middle aged mediocre stuff on YouTube. Just remember
0: the uh, dash between middle and aged.
1: Oh yeah. Dash it out. Yeah. So.
0: But hey, we're uh, we're here for another episode. Yeah. And the world's still uh, Oh my god. Everything's crumbling around us. It's awful. America is uh, Everybody's fighting. It's, it's ridiculous.
1: Which it should be. I mean, it's absolutely there's yeah. Well, actually there shouldn't even be a fight. It should be like, "Yeah, you know what? Right. Like, let's treat everybody equally." That's yeah. a good idea.
0: It's nuts. Um we uh, we, won't, we won't really get into it. Yeah. My uh, tooth hurts. It's been a, it's been been a tooth outbreak. hurts. Yeah. It's just stress.
1: Yeah. It's a your tooth my, stressed but, out. But my dentist said I should be good as long as I don't have to, like, talk into a microphone for any extended period of time. Well, then you should probably go ahead and I'll take over. I'm just kidding. I don't go to the dentist. I'm not rich. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm envisioning a castaway scenario soon, like from Tom Hanks, you know, the movie. I'm just, so if you have a figure Tom skate Hanks out the there. Tom Hanks, the movie, I know. <laughs> Tom Hanks, movie. I'm going to eventually just knock it out myself, I think. Tooth? I thought you were going to go to an island, like and oh. fuck a volleyball. Did he fuck that volleyball? Of course he fucked that volleyball. <laughs> of course. <laughs> as soon as you put a that's why I jumped off the boat. It as was soon like as you put a face j- on something, yeah, you're, you, gonna, you're, fuck you're gonna
0: fuck it. That's a fact that's, of life.
1: Man, so did he cut an extra hole in it, or did he like? All right, let's.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You're the one that fucks microwaves. <laughs> you should know about all. About I make this. love
1: to microwaves.
0: Okay? How weird is it that there's the rumor out there that. Tom Hanks moved to, um, I've not heard this rumor. Have you not? He, no. uh, recently moved, fuck, I can't remember where now, but it's because they supposedly have, like, uh, pedophilia is legal, which is not true. Oh, yeah. But it's one of those QAnon rumors. I don't know if you've heard of QAnon. I of
1: have not. Oh, wow. There's. A I whole- know Tom Hanks' son. One of them's a rapper. Yeah. That's the only uh, rumor I've heard about Tom Hanks.
0: Yeah, QAnon is the dumbest shit of all time. Like,
1: Q-Anon? QAnon, the letter Q and then yeah. A-N-O-N. Q- okay.
0: QAnon. We might get into it at some point because it's uh, Greece. He moved... So there's a conspiracy theory. It was started by QAnon claiming that pedophilia is considered a, dis- a disability in Greece, which is false. It's not true. That's yeah. not true at all. But... Tom Hanks recently moved there with his family or like visit, he has like a, he bought a house there.
1: Yeah, I saw I, th- I think I did see where was he there when he was sick with the covid. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: But like it turns out <clears throat> or it's like well known that Tom Hanks and his family like Greece has been like a vacation uh-huh. home destination whatever for them sure. for years now. But it's just yeah, I can't believe you haven't heard of QAnon. No. God, it's the dumbest shit in the world.
1: Uh, QAnon. Trump uh Like,
0: they're huge supporters of Trump. They push all these... Wait, do
1: you mean President Trump? The POTUS. Better put a little respect... No, I'm just kidding. Fuck him.
0: They, uh... (laughs) They have... Like, their whole thing is that Trump is fighting all the pedophiles. Like, that's his big fight that he's gonna...
1: By being friends with them? Right, right. (laughs) Like,
0: the other day at at a... He's like,
1: look, I'm gonna be one for about 20 years. But it's just secretly to fight them.
0: They spread all sorts of like fucked up rumors uh, and like all this misinformation and stuff. The other day at a press conference, though, that I don't know who the reporter was. It was she. It was the dumbest question. But like she started off by asking him if he heard of, if about the QAnon stuff, uh-huh. and he was like, "I really don't know much about them, but I've heard that they uh, they they like me a lot, so they must you know, be smart. so whatever, you know." So he's and then she asked, "This is the dumbest question you could possibly fucking ask him." About this stuff. She goes, uh, you know, how do you, like, how do you respond to what they say where you're fighting, um, pedophiles and rapists, whatever? Yeah. And he's like, uh, I mean, you know, shouldn't we fight those things? And I was like, well, "Yeah, that's the best." Hint. You, I, that had to be a you plant. softballed that. Yeah, fucking that's all, question He has him. plants
1: asking those questions and stuff. Not literal plants, you know, like that you water. Maybe but people that he puts in the audience. Oh, that's what. That's, that's what. A, I, that's an know. insider wrestling term. It's not like the little shop of horrors plants. It's just like see see more?" That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trump fucking sucks, dude. Yeah, man. And then Did our, you see, like, the thing where like, people were, like, chanting four more years? And he was like, twelve? if you want to make him really mad, chant 12. Yeah. Yeah. Which, he, he believes it in his mind. He thinks that he can get 12 more years. I just don't think he gives a shit. I still stand by
0: my original theory that I came up with four years, almost four years ago, that he only got into this whole thing to promote, to get another TV show. Yeah. Or to, you know get more attention and then he fucking won somehow
1: last thing he expected and he's like god and he just doesn't give a shit like like when he first started running it was almost like when you first heard about kanye running yeah okay same exact trump's running okay whatever
0: all the like and one of the things the guy's done is expose just how fucking stupid the presidency is Mm -hmm. i mean he's done so much awful shit with it and he's been worthless, but he's also exposed how pointless it is. It's
1: just and how
0: we need to have like a whole committee of people. Yeah, we can't have one person representing. We need half a round table. We need knights back. We need <laughs> King Arthur <laughs> to come back, build a round table. Yeah, and start beheading people again. I know oh. that's what I've been saying, Joel. We need more beheadings. I need some head. Behead, behead, be,
1: beheads. I need some. How pee. did you
0: take that? to Make it sexual?
1: <laughs> How? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it's been a, it's been a pretty lonely remember year. I said we weren't going to get into the whole. It's been a pretty lonely year. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it is. I it, mean, we just dipped our toes in it. It's only been
0: eight months. Go home, room's nine months. This year's twenty twenty has been the. Kobe died this year. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. that seemed like seven years ago.
1: It's every. It's, it's just a crazy, crazy year. <sighs> uh, but hey, thanks for
0: listening to Middle Age Mediocre. Uh
1: I'd hate to be going through a divorce and all this. How bad would that be? Oh my god, kill yourself. I won't. <laughs> if I haven't already. I won't either. Um I just did. One
0: of the stories we were gonna I was gonna s i started a story uh that was very much centered around a divorce and I can't remember what it was now, but all I could think while I was writing it was like and there's gonna be a place for children. <laughs> and there's gonna be a spot. Triggered, triggered, yeah. triggered. <laughs> Can't remember where it wasn't, what it was now. It's but
1: probably yeah. like literally my story. You're gonna see how long you could have gotten. <laughs> I was
0: just gonna know? change the names. Well,
1: started she started going out town, just you know, couple weekends here and there. I said it took place back at like 18 something.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're just like listening. You're like, this sounds so that poor bastard. Am I related to this guy? Are those my ancestors?
1: And at the end, you'd be like, and it was about you. And, and we have been dead since <laughs> yeah. then. We weren't even recording the podcast. <laughs> like, you wake up, it's just a dream.
0: Like, Joel. <laughs> then we record the sleep paralysis episode. You
1: wake up, and we're really married. Whoa. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: That's the closing shot. Just,
1: no! (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with that. No! Not that there's
0: anything wrong with the idea and the concept of homosexuality. (laughs) No! No!
1: Um, I love you too. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I just don't want to get married to anyone. No. You know what I'm saying? No. It's not just you. I don't understand people who are like, oh, this is my my third divorce. I'm like, what? What? Like, I don't. Why? I, have, I, I don't feel bad for those people. Yeah. It's like you didn't learn <laughs> the first time. Right. Like, I can't... I don't know. You think this is going to work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, wh- How do you still have hope left? Is it Was it hope or are you just stupid? Like, I don't... Yeah, I think, like, any more than two. Uh, like, I guess... I don't even, even want to do... I guess one. maybe I can see, like, one more. You're like, all right, maybe this is the last one, you know? Yeah, I don't want to do one, nah. but... I never thought I would. I think if you
0: did one and like then you you know you didn't turn around a little bit later and there's a second whatever, but then after that,
1: like if your spouse dies and you get remarried, like okay,
0: that's the dream, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No comments. You
0: got that out of free. You got out of whatever. Let's
1: (laughs) not. Let's change (laughs) this. Let's
0: change the subject. Hey, this week (laughs) we are going to. uh, Last week we were in Circleville, Ohio. Oh yeah, yeah. Talking about the Circleville uh, writer, the Circleville letters. Uh, Circleville, Ohio, of course, known famously for their... Circles? Nope. Well, oh. sort of, but what was the
1: festival? Oh, uh, yeah, b- b- Pumpkin? Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna start quizzing you on our podcast, see if you ever pay attention. <laughs> Please don't! <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, you can check that episode out. There's so
1: out. many times you bring up episodes, and I'm like, which one was that? And then you're like, five minutes later, I'm like, I still don't remember? <laughs> was that a different Joel? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so this week we are going to... I got two stories. Okay. And they are both—that's one more than what we usually do. <laughs> That's right. This is a double episode, which equal out to about the same length of episode. Cool. Uh, but they both take place in West Virginia, so keeping it local, even though we are homegrown
1: and internationally and international, known.
0: But that homegrown state is West Virginia. Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot of pla- there's a lot of murders and things we can talk about from around the country, but. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of spotlight on things that happen in West Virginia. Yeah. I had really never heard anything about the Quiet No, no one's murders. ever been
1: murdered in West Virginia. A lot of people have. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh am moving. I don't know if you've heard safe. of... Have you ever heard of the Greenbrier ghost?
1: No, I have not. You have not? i heard of Greenbrier. That's where they golf. I mean, I'm sure. They got the Greenbrier, yeah. Oh, is that like the big... Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. like the big... Yeah, mm. in West Virginia...
0: Right. So, well, this isn't about golf.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I'm out of here.
0: Do you remember the, uh, I don't, you, how old are you? I'm 37.
1: I just turned 41.
0: So this, yeah, like, do you remember the book? It was big when I was a kid, but I think it had been Clifford? around. Right, the Big Red Dog. Yep, that's the I one. Re- I remember. <laughs> All about the ghost hunting dog. <laughs> right. No, this was, a, uh, was the telltale lilac bush and other West Virginia ghost stories. It was an orange cover, had a skeleton on it.
1: I grew up in Ohio. Oh, I was born yeah, in West not, Virginia, yeah. but I didn't move back until after I graduated. So we had a, books of Ohio like okay, that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, so this
0: was when I was a kid. Like other than the scary stories to tell in the dark mm-hmm. books, like this was like the West Virginia version. Sure. Uh, but I remember the Greenbrier Ghost was one of the tales in it. But so uh, well, but I've this, never heard of it. So this will be good. Okay. So um, yeah, this will be our first story here. And this is going to... We're going to start in the summer of 1896 when a gentleman by the name of Erasmus Stribbling Trout... (laughs) Right. Say that. Erasmus? Erasmus. Erasmus. E-R-A-S-M-U-S.
1: Erasmus. Erasmus. He moved from... What? what, No, no, no. What was the other half of the name? (laughs) I mean, uh, Erasmus, that alone is like a weird name. name, But then like, you say the rest and it sounds like... Uh, Erasmus. Twiddlelberg.
0: Stribbling.
1: (laughs) Stribbling.
0: Trout. Trout. And then his last name was Shoe. S H U E. So, Stribbling Trout's his middle name? Well, so Trout's his nickname.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Erasmus Stribbling Shoe is his full name. E S S. He moved from Droop Mountain. Yeah, in Pocahontas County. I don't know if you ever been to Droop Mountain. Nope. Uh, I've been there once. There's a it's the site of like a famous battleground. Is it sag?
1: Why is it? Uh, I, don't it's, I don't really know
0: why they call it that, but yeah. it's got this like big. Uh, you can climb up this like a uh, tower that's built there, like a fort. Uh huh. And you can look down over like it. You oh, can cool. see like the whole valley and the whole beautiful, it's really pretty there. West a beautiful state. It is. There's a lot of really yeah. great. So that's in Pocahontas County, and he moved to the small town of uh, I don't know. I think it's Livesey's. Livesay's 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 I think live that it is Livesay's Mill in Greenbrier County uh everyone eventually started calling him Trout so that's what I'm gonna start that seems like it, that him seems him like out. the easier thing to do yeah cause uh, like there's Erasmus, no one named Erasmus since then I don't shoe. think Tribbling <laughs> Stribbling. Stribbling. yeah like scribbling but with a T yeah uh so Trout arrived in Greenbrier County and found work as a blacksmith in a shop GBC <laughs> Owned by James uh, Crookshanks. Okay. Uh, soon after, he met 22-year-old Elva Zona Hester. Oh. And I will be calling her Zona. Referring her to Zona from here on out.
1: She sounds exotic.
0: She does. So uh, Trout and Zona were instantly attracted to one another upon meeting. And shortly They're like after, You got a weird name? I got a weird
1: name. <laughs> Let's make this thing That's uh, fuck! Super weird. Yeah.
0: Uh, they uh, married shortly after meeting in October of 1896. Zona's mother married Jane Hester.
1: Had, did they not hear our intro from earlier about marriage? About marriage, they were not listening. Not in 1896. They okay. I I hasn't made it back to them. Okay, yet. I'm yeah. sorry. They're married. We're though, working on it. <laughs> They got married
0: quick. <laughs> they got married quick. Yeah. Uh, so Zona's mother <laughs> did not like trout. Uh-huh. Um, there was something that she just. There was something about him. Did it say how old
1: he was when they got married? Uh, she was like twenty two, no, I think you
0: said. So she was twenty no, I don't know how old he was. Okay. Um She didn't approve of the marriage, and she just kinda felt like there was something that like uh, he had a he had like a darker side to him that mm-hmm. you know, he was basically just pretending to be a per- yeah certain person. So around Christmas of the same year, uh Zona became ill. They called Doctor George Knapp, who And uh, he examined her on several occasions, but could never determine the cause of the illness. Well, it
1: was 1896. So. Right. Uh, the
0: illness continued to get worse. Some in the town speculated she was pre- just pregnant, but there was really never... That's Rumor th- mill. Right. Kicking up. Uh, she like she had some rumors, or she had some gossip about her around town, because uh, just two years before like this, or three years, something like that, she'd had an illegitimate... Ele- illegitimate child out of wedlock. Uh-huh. Um, I really don't know what happened to the kid. Like, uh, it doesn't say.
1: I wonder, yeah, maybe back then she had to give it up for adoption But or since something.
0: it wasn't, yeah, I mean, since it was out of wedlock. Yeah. So a lot of people, too, think that that might be one of the reasons why she married Trout so quick.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Is because,
1: you try you know, to, like, with, save to with those reputation. kind of, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, she could have been pre- pregnant, but Dr. Knapp, that was never confirmed by him, you know. So, for his part, Trout gave off the appearance of being a loving and caring husband, though, who was concerned with nothing else uh, nothing else than the well-being of his new bride. On January 23rd, 1897, instead of going straight to work that morning, as per his usual routine, unexplainably, Trout stopped at the residence of Martha Jones and told her that Zona had been very ill that morning when he left for work, and asked her to send her son Andrew over to his home to help Zona with some chores. Martha agreed, but for whatever reason, Andrew did not go directly over to Zona and Trout's home at that time. So that same morning, Trout made three more visits to Martha's home, each time repeatedly asking that she send her son to the home.
1: Mm.
0: Nothing weird about that. Mm. Like, why would you not just go? (laughs) So he wanted her to, like, yeah, go. He wanted, he said that when he left, or that, the there should have been like eggs delivered after he'd left. Like, uh-huh. She wanted he wanted the kid to go over there and pick up the eggs and then help Zona with some chores around the house. But like to repeatedly keep insisting that it happened just seems odd. Yeah. So eventually between twelve PM and one PM that morning, Andrew went to the home of Trout and Zona but was met with no answer after repeatedly knocking on the front door. He decided he decided to enter the home and there he found the body of Zona lying on the floor at the bottom of the stairs. She was stretched out with her feet together and one hand on her abdomen and the other lying next to her. Her head was turned slightly to one side. Her eyes were wide open and staring. Even to the small boy, Zona Trout was, or Zona Shue was obviously dead. Andrew ran home to tell his mother of the discovery. Uh, then Fuck that kid up. Yeah, so then uh, Trout goes home. He gets word of this. He goes home. About an hour later, uh, Dr. Knapp arrives and uh, he finds that Zona's body had not only been moved from the spot it originally been found because Trout had carried her upstairs and washed her and uh, redressed her. Weird. Getting, like, in preparation for the funeral already. And, like, later on the bed.
1: Yeah. Um. He had plans later, you know? So. Get not, that out of the way. Right. Knock that
0: out. So not only was this highly unusual due to the the fact that bodies are typically examined Uh post-mortem, but also because at this time it was customary that the bodies of deceased females were cared for and prepared by female members of the family or community. Uh, But Zona's body had been moved and prepared by Trout. Uh, He prepared a body for burial in a high-necked dress with a stiff collar and placed a veil over her face. Dr. Knapp Started to examine the body, however, while Trout cradled his wife's head and cried the whole time. When Knapp attempted to examine Zona's neck and head area, Trout became agitated. Oh, He didn't want, or so Dr. Knapp didn't want to provoke him any further, so he just left. Which, great doctoring. Yeah. Um, the parts of her. Well, I mean,
1: his job was pretty much. No saving her.
0: The parts of her body that he was able to examine hadn't. Shown any signs like any foul yeah. play or whatever,
1: but that's weird that when she when he gets to the throat, you know, yeah. neck and head, right? Um,
0: and since he'd been treating her for a few weeks already due to some illness, he listed the cause of death as everlasting faint. Oh, which back that's then I guess what we that's what we would call now like forever nap heart attack, yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, but then later changed it to complications from pregnancy because she did have her hand on her stomach, right. But even though there was never really any confirmation that she was yeah. pregnant, Zona's body was taken to her childhood home of Little Sue, Little Sewell Mountain, or Sewell something, and buried. But not before a bizarre funeral, where a Trout acted erratically. He stayed like at the head of the coffin. Um. Kept messing with her head and neck, and he put. Uh, like he took like fabric uh-huh. and like put it on both sides of her head to kind of like keep her, like not um, to keep her head in place. Yeah. That's not what he said. He said it was because like he, cause that's how she'd be comfortable. Um, but he stayed like right there at the head of the, co- yeah. the whole time. Uh, and not weird at all. Right. So not only that, but in addition to the collar and the veil that he'd already put on her, he covered her head and neck with a scarf Even though it didn't match the burial dress But Trout insisted that it was her favorite And that she would have wanted to be buried in it He also propped her head up First with a pillow and then a rolled up cloth It was certainly strange But most guests just chalked it up to A weird grieving process yeah. uh, He was generally liked And regarded without suspicion by everyone in town um, Except for of course Zona's mother Zona was probably even
1: more so now. Right. Zona
0: was uh, Mary Jane Hester's only daughter and her best friend. She had, Zona had spent her life in Richlands, West Virginia, and when she moved to the remote hills of Lindsay or Livesay's Livesay's mail, Mill on the other side of Greenbrier County to make home with a person that answered to the name Trout, her mother, of course, wasn't very. It was happy. a bit fishy. <sighs> Ho
1: uh, and that's Don't jump out the window. That's the episode, guys. Come
0: back. Uh, we almost made it a half hour without... <laughs> uh, but perhaps it was her intuition, but whatever it was, Mary Jane knew something wasn't right yeah. about what happened to her daughter. So after the wake, Mary Jane took a sheet from inside the coffin, which she later tried to return to Trout, actually, but he refused it. So she folded it up and put it away. But then she noticed that it had a peculiar odor about it. So she washed it. When she dropped the sheet into a basin, the water turned red. Uh, The sheet then... This is so weird. And I'm assuming this is like her making this story up. Uh, uh Then the sheet turned like a pinkish color. And then the red in the water went away.
1: What? Yeah. <laughs>
0: she boiled the sheet and Mary hung it Jane outside. was on to
1: Mary Jane
0: she hung the sheet outside for several days but the stain could not be removed uh, she would interpret the eerie blood stains as a sign that Zona had been murdered so she began to pray so I don't know where she suddenly gets the murder. I, I don't because there was never really any blood like there was, yeah uh, so for weeks for four weeks Mary prayed every single night relentlessly asking for answers she was apparently after four weeks awoken by something moving around in her bedroom upon waking she found that the ghost of zona was there in her bedroom plain as day zona's ghost told her mother about the night she died the night before young anderson or andrew had found her body trout came home and looked at the feast his wife prepared she served apple butter some jam and jelly, and good bread. She didn't cook any meat, though, <laughs> and this fact threw Trout into a fit of rage. He
1: just eat bread. It's just a goddamn Olive bread. Garden. Bread with butter and jelly? Goddamn, Zona, I didn't work all day <laughs> to come home for some bread.
0: Uh, there's a, I forgot to, I was going to write it all down. I found it in a video, uh, but there's like, you can go and find it. There's transcripts of later on there's gonna be a court hearing uh-huh. and there's transcripts of uh, Mary Jane talking about this.-huh. And when she like goes in, she gives more details about the apple butter stuff and like the way she words it is she was just like she was like, and then she told me that she had made apple butter <laughs> and some of the best jams and jellies that she had ever made. Like <laughs> she just like, really was proud of like yeah. the jams and jellies.
1: Good job, Zona. Uh,
0: So, yeah, it pissed him off that there was no meat. He attacked her and placed her hand on each side of her head, and with one quick motion, the ghost of Zona explained he dislocated her neck. Uh, Zona's ghost revealed it wasn't the first time her husband had hit her. Trout had a terrible temper, and she couldn't reason with him. Zona went on to describe the neighborhood they lived in and the view from Aunt Martha's home. Since Mary Jane hadn't visited in three months, Zona and Trout were married until the funeral. So, Mary Jane is saying that the only way she even knows about what the neighborhood looks like uh-huh. is because this ghost told her. Told her, her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, the spirit vanished that first night, but returned each night for four nights.
1: Wow.
0: On the second night, she told her mother again how Trout had squeezed her neck. Specifically, she said that he had snapped it at the first joint. On the last night of her visits... As if to make one final point, Zona twisted her head around 180 degrees to show her mother just how broken her neck was.
1: Yeah. So. Theatrics, you know? Yeah. Drives home the point. So,
0: Mary Jane gets her brother-in-law, tells him about all this shit. They talk to Andrew, the founder. The boy. The boy. And they decide that there's enough there that the police should look into this. (laughs) So, they go to Lewisburg, West Virginia where they talk to the prosecuting attorney, John Preston, and Mary Jane pleads her case. Of course, he's skeptical. Yes. But she's so passionate in what she's saying, and she so firmly believes what she's saying, Uh that he agrees to at least look into it. So he travels to Greenberg. So he goes to
1: sleep, tries to dream. He's like, well... (laughs) (laughs) Gotta do what I gotta do! Let me see
0: if I can get my ghost friends. (laughs) Uh, so he goes to the, uh, Greenbrier County, and he visits with Dr. Knapp. And he's, Dr. Knapp tells him about how he shows up, the body's not where it was found, about how when he tried to examine, like, especially the head area, mm-hmm. Trout got fucking crazy about yeah. it. Um, and he even says my, um, where I put down that it was... Uh, complications from pregnancy Mm -hmm. is most likely bullshit. Yeah. like He just said he just is like look you don't want to leave a blank. Right. Yeah, Basically what he's saying he's like I had to put something (laughs) Yeah, So you know he's like there's there's some shit going on there. Yeah.
1: So that's enough for uh, I'm a doctor. I would know. Right.
0: So it's enough of John Preston and he decides to have Zona's body exhumed for further investigation. You're going to exhume Zona? Yeah. Which I think it's crazy. Like, I mean I guess this is 1897 so Uh I'm sure this Dr. Nav guy was just like. Well, that's that. Yeah. But like, why at no point did he go to the police and and be like, like, "Somebody yeah. was like, hey, this guy is." That seems like a lot of extra steps. Again, back Maybe. then, yeah. I feel like it was probably just like, "Yeah, I mean, none of my business." Yeah. You know, like I did what I could, but hey, yeah, if they're gonna kill each other, they're gonna kill each other. Yep. What are you gonna do? Um, I only work on the like live you said, ones. He had done pretty much everything he could. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Trout was not super pumped about this whole body examination thing. Uh huh. Uh, and supposedly he was heard stating that he knew he would be arrested if her body was dug up, but that they couldn't convict him on anything, which is, you know, definitely what an innocent person Sure, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, they're going to arrest me, but they can't prove (laughs) it. (laughs) They
1: can't prove it. I'd like to see him try. (laughs) Yeah. So, on February
0: 22nd, 1897, Zona's body was exhumed and thoroughly examined. Uh, fortunately for them, due to the cold weather, her body had been kept perfectly preserved in the ground. Her corpse had finger-shaped bruises on the neck, her windpipe was crushed, and most surprisingly, her neck was fractured at the first and second vertebrae, precisely like as her ghost, ghost exclaimed. Yep. It was clear Zona's death was not natural, but there really was no evidence pointing to a killer, which, I mean, other than you know the thumbprints on the neck, yeah. um, and there was no witnesses. Could have been the boy. Could have been the boy. Uh, Trout's strange behavior since Zona's death uh, stuck in Preston's mind and cast some suspicion on him but at the same time Zona's mother had described exactly how her daughter was killed before the autopsy was performed and at one point Preston thought maybe she had done it Yeah. and then the ghost story was just an elaborate plot Plot twist man It was the mom It wasn't Uh, (laughs) Yeah no, I mean, that was a it was a fleeting thought in Preston's sure. mind.
1: Well, he's a good detective. So he kept officer. looking
0: into Trout. Uh-huh. Started looking into his past. He learned that Trout had been married twice before. The first ended in divorce while Trout was in prison for stealing a horse. Been there. Which back then, was. you did not steal a horse. No. Like, that is, you're stealing
1: a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wife. Stealing horses? Nay, I say. <laughs> God, God <laughs> damn it. Nay, hey, I say. Get out! Just right. finishes on my own. The wife, <laughs> I'll see you in your dreams. <laughs> that wife uh, later
0: told police that Trout was extremely violent and beat her frequently while they were married.
1: His second marriage—what a little man! Fuck that guy.
0: Ended after just eight months when his wife mysteriously died. Huh? She had died by. What are the odds of it <laughs> happening twice? Right. She had died by getting struck in the head with a uh, concrete block oh, that had fallen off the roof while he was working on the chimney.
1: Oh. You know. Man, that's just bad luck yeah. right there. So, <laughs> Abbey, he was like, hey, wife number two,
0: uh, come here for a second.
1: A little closer? Did you call uh, me wife number two? Yeah. <laughs> my, my name's Jane. <laughs> and thump. <laughs> uh,
0: in between the marriages, Trout, while he was... uh. So uh, I'm assuming, yeah. So I'm assuming while he was in prison. So I bet he was uh, older than her. Cause she was. Yeah, he she had was to probably. She was 22. Yeah. Was like, fuck for that time, he was probably like 50. Two marriages, two prison, horse theft. He was 79 years old. Yep. Uh, no. Uh, so in between the marriages, while he was in prison, he had apparently he had supposedly boasted that he had planned to marry seven women in his lifetime which is a weird thing. Yeah, Like, that's my plan. Yep. Seven marriages. <laughs> Seven
1: of them. I, I don't know. That's just, you know, I thought i set a goal for myself. Sure. So, you know, if you, you, you aim high and then if you get five, you're like, well, that's still pretty good. not bad for government work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if you just kill them,
0: you get through them. Mor- I mean, exactly. you not kill them. If they die, Yeah, if they die mysteriously, then right. you know, that,
1: that helps you get through them. Uh,
0: if he hadn't stole that horse, that first wife would be dead, too. Yeah. Like, the only reason, like, yeah, is because she divorced him. Uh, not His horse, a horse
1: stealing ass.
0: Uh, the previous wife's mysterious death and Trout's history of abuse were circumstantial, but it was enough for Preston to put him on trial. So he was arrested and charged with the murder.
1: They're not going to convict him, though.
0: Mary <laughs> Jane Hester was the prosecution's star witness. Sure. But Preston wanted to avoid the issue of her ghostly sightings.
1: I was going to say, I can't imagine, like, uh, the cop or a lawyer be like, well, first, what we need to talk about in dreams. Right. Just tell
0: them about the dreams. So, uh, Zona's story, of course, would not be able to, like, Zona wouldn't be able to be cross-examined. Yeah. So anything her mother said she had been told by her would be basically hearsay. Yeah. So, um... While Preston didn't want to put her on the stand, uh, Trout's lawyer did. Well, shit, yeah. So, he... I mean, honestly, she
1: sounds crazy.
0: He puts Hester on the stand and extensively questions her about the ghost sightings. He continuously... Like, the transcripts are really good. Yeah. So, he continuously... She stands by that she was awake. Uh Uh-huh. That... Her daughter appeared to her as a ghost. Told her how she that died. That she could touch her like she was flesh and blood. Uh-huh. The Ooh. lawyer continuously says, uh, "When you say the when you say you were awake, you mean you were dreaming." And she's like, "No, I was <laughs> I was awake." By awake, I mean awake. And he's like, "Well, when you mean when you say that she appeared to you as a ghost, you mean in your dreams?" And she's like, "No, no, I was awake." Yeah. There she was. She was a ghost, and she told me everything. And, that you know, he's like... That sounds insane. And he tells her, I need you to say, (coughs) for the record, because everyone's here, this, this is the court, that these were dreams. And she says, I'm not going to say they were dreams, because I was awake, and if I said they were dreams, I'd be lying, and I will not lie on the stand. So... Uh, I mean, yeah, in my mind it probably would have been <laughs> a good idea to put her on the stand because she sounds crazy. Yeah. But it backfired. Oh. So uh she refused to waiver in her account despite intense badgering by his lawyer, and many people in the community and possibly probably the jury seemed to believe her story. Yeah. Uh, and Trout did himself no favors taking the stand in his own defense. He rambled and was trying to appeal to the jury, he said to look into his face and then say if he was guilty. Uh, well, yes, absolutely. Basically, was like, yeah, you're fucking guilty. <laughs> Have you seen you? He was a super handsome looking dude, like. Yeah. But he also, you look at him, you're like,
1: nah, motherfuckers, are rape. He's yeah. a day rapist. He got them eyes.
0: Yeah, he got yeah. Uh, so the Greenbrier Independent, which I'm assuming is the newspaper, reported that his testimony, his quote testimony, manner, and so forth made an unfavorable impression on the spectators. So the jury deliberated for just an hour and ten minutes before returning a guilty verdict. They normally don't, don't. Yeah. <laughs> ten of them voted that he be hanged, but since uh, two voted to not hang him, fucking hippies, uh, he was sentenced to life in prison. Uh-huh. Um, that sentence did not satisfy everyone in Greenbrier County. And on July eleventh, nineteen or eighteen ninety-seven, a group of citizens, reportedly numbering from anywhere between fifteen to thirty men, assembled eight miles west of Lewisburg to form a lynching party. They'd
1: purchased a new rope. That makes it sound kind of fun. If you're a lynching party, <laughs> a I thought party. you were going to say a lynch mob. Like <laughs> they had party hats, <laughs> yeah. little like the blur <laughs> Yeah, uh,
0: they, I love this. They had purchased a new rope. <laughs> like they're taking this serious. Oh they yeah. got a new rope. Uh, and they Billy, were get that new rope. They were well armed with Winchesters and revolvers when they started towards the jail. If not for a man named George M. Hara or Hara who contacted the sheriff, Trout would probably have been lynched. Snitches. But Hera did contact the deputy sheriff, and the deputy sheriff uh, took Trout into the woods and hit him <laughs> until uh, then he went back and he got the mob to disband and then they moved Trout to the West Virginia State Penitentiary in Moundsville. On July there? 14th, where he lived for the next three years. He died on March 13, 1900, from one of the epidemics of either measles, mumps, or pneumonia. Just
1: choose one. Like one of them. Yeah.
0: That swept through the prison that spring. At that time, the prison commonly buried unclaimed remains in the nearby Tom's Run Cemetery, for which no records were kept to the 1930s. So, to this day, there's really no trace of where his body's even at. Wow. Mary Jane Hesser lived to tell the tale... To anyone who listened, she died in September of 1916 without ever recanning her story about her daughter's ghost. As for Zona...
1: I bet she talked about it all the time, all the too. Time. Jesus Christ. Uh,
0: her ghost was never seen again, but she has left a haunting and historical mark on Greenbrier County. It is, the one, it is one that is still being felt today. In fact, a roadside marker along Route 60 still commemorates the case today. It reads... Interred in a nearby cemetery is Zona Hester Shue. Her death in 1897 was presumed natural until her spirit appeared to her mother to describe how she was killed by her husband, Edward. Autopsy on the exhumed body verified the apparition's account. Edward, found guilty of murder, was sentenced to the state prison. Only known case in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer. (laughs) Uh, the story of the Greenbrier Ghost is the subject of three stage adaptations, a number of books, and just like the subject of our last episode about the Circleville Letters, the story was featured on Comedy Central show Drunk History. <laughs> so, not unsolved mysteries. Not unsolved mysteries, oh, no. Uh, yeah, so that's the story of the Greenbrier Ghost. And, yeah, it's like the only, they, so, so apparently some of the jury later had said that that, that uh, Mary's testimony didn't really have sweat. had nothing to do yeah. with their their. Um, I mean,
1: without it, you still exume her. she had, you know, crushed windpipe, yeah, broken neck. I mean, but I mean, without without that testimony, you're
0: still just going by circumstantial evidence. Yeah. Like it's probably tr- Trout, but
1: you can't prove it just by that. But they did,
0: and yeah. he died in prison. So good. whatever.
1: I wonder if he got to get remarried in prison, Any? Did he ever get to number seven? <laughs> number seven? Yeah.
0: I bet he just married uh, four dudes. Oh, at once. He's just like, hey, you're, my, you're my new bride. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you're my new bride, you're yeah. my new bride. What if he got to six yeah. and pneumonia took him? Oh, man. That'd be good. It's <laughs> <That'd be good. laughs> So close uh, and so far away.
0: So we'll be back in just a minute with uh, the second story from West Virginia.
1: Cool. So it's uh, about pepperoni rolls. Check out this app. The
0: Haunted Pepperoni Roll with hot cheese. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> this one is uh this one's weird and uh it's I'm basically covering it for a reason we'll get to at the end. But uh this is about uh the mystery of Wizard Clip.
1: Wizard Clip. Ever heard of this one? Nope. Okay. I remember the movie The Wizard with Fred Savage where he was like playing Nintendo and stuff. His little brother was, uh. And Ginny Lewis. Was Ginny Lewis? Yeah, oh, she yeah. was, yeah. And, and they went to. Lost, uh, Reno. Reno. World, World's uh, the biggest little
0: city. Yeah. There was like a Nintendo World Championship. Yeah, Super Mario. It was 3. basically just an advertisement for Super Mario Brothers yeah. 3. and the Power Glove. And the Power Glove. Yeah. So it was bad. It sucked. Yeah, power of the fucking awesome. blue. Well, that was it. that was part two, guys. There's a there's a documentary a docu series uh-huh. on Netflix right now called High Score.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I didn't watch it, but I saw it. Basically, on
0: there. I've only I've watched. I got one more episode to go, but basically, so it covers like Atari, then Nintendo, then Sega, uh-huh. whatever. Um, but basically, the story, the ultimate, uh, uh, was what word am I looking for here? The point of the story is that. A bunch of Japanese people were super creative, Uh and then a bunch of white Americans (laughs) figured out a way to make money off that. Sure. So that's the whole story of video games, really. That's that's the whole story of America. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Like, it shows the. uh, So it'll show, like, the. Like, it'll show, like, the Japanese people Uh that were basically responsible for most of, like, the game designs and stuff Uh like that. And, like, they're still, like, very creative people. Like, and they it shows them, like, all still drawing stuff. Then every person it that shows that's American, basically, that's, like, responsible for the game, like, for the gaming industry, are now, like, these old, white, rich people <laughs> living in these, like, extravagant, like, houses. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're, like, the one, like, they look like they all just got, like, back from the country club. Uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's not the people you would imagine being, yeah, like, for video the reason games. you played Mario. Yeah. I it's like a good it. docuseries, though. It's entertaining. check it out. So, Okay. Uh, The origins of the bizarrely named Wizard Clip mystery go back to the late 1700s. Way back. When the state of Virginia was still being settled and before West Virginia had become its own state. Uh, But the site of this mystery today is known as Priest Field in Middleway, West Virginia. Okay.
1: So... Never uh, heard of any of that. Okay. West Virginia I've heard of.
0: Adam Livingston, a devout Lutheran, had moved to the area in the early 1790s. He had previously owned a great deal of land in Pennsylvania before relocating to Middleway. For unknown reasons, his Pennsylvania property had begun experiencing a host of calamities, from his cattle dying off to his barn burning to the ground. So looking for a fresh start, him and his family packed up and moved. They settled on 350 acres on Priest Field, where they were once again beset by unexplained misfortune. According to the legend... Around 1794, a traveling stranger boarded the house, or uh, of Adam, Adam Livingston's house, where he, where the stranger became ill, and he asked Livingston to bring a Catholic priest. The area was mostly devoid of Catholics, and no priest could be easily found. And Livingston, being Lutheran, was not enthusiastic about finding one. So ultimately, the stranger died of his illness and was buried nearby without the benefit of a Catholic
1: service. That's how you get haunted. <laughs> That's how you get fucking That's haunted. That's how you get
0: ghosts. You bring God into it. Seen it a
1: hundred times.
0: So it's said that after the stranger's death, once again the family's livestock begin to die. Now, along with that, uh, Adam and his children and his wife begin to experience unsettling phenomena.
1: Something like a phenomenon. <laughs>
0: Among the disturbances that supposedly visited the Livingstons were loud banging and the thunder of galloping horses, which would occur out of the blue. Stones and pieces of firewood would be flung through the air.
1: Damn, the TV would just turn on and off and on. Of a there was a
0: TV? Yeah,
1: there was What is it, It was just there. With these living things in it.
0: Perfect Strangers was on. Uh, d- dishes and pottery would mysteriously come off the shelves and smash to the floor. And the heads... ...of ducks and geese were said to simply fall off... Hmm. ...as though cut by some invisible wow. force. So there was ninjas,
1: ghost what ninjas... What the ducks and geese ever do to that ghost? They should have got a fucking Catholic priest. What if someone just didn't want to wash the dishes... ...and they just broke them off... <laughs> like, ...I don't know, it was like a ghost or something.
0: Better kill some ducks and geese to <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> make this shit. Uh, but the oddest phenomenon... Phenomen, ...phenomenon... ...and the one phenomenon. from which the legend takes its name was the clipping and shredding of the Livingstons' clothes. As the story goes... That's what happens to me! Remember my t-shirts? Oh, yeah.
1: I just wake up and the sleeves are cut off. It happened to you! We're both wearing... Oh, my God! We're haunted.
0: (laughs) Sorry. Lamest ghost ever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: Let's leave
0: it alone. Let's leave it alone. (laughs) As the story goes, uh, after the Livingstons moved in, or after this happened with the stranger... Uh Uh-huh. Um... Their bedding, their shirts, boots, saddles, pretty much any piece of fabric or cloth begin to be mysteriously cut to ribbons, or more commonly, it would have a crescent moon shape cut into them.
1: Huh.
0: Um, As detailed in a series of historic accounts of the legend collected in the 1978 pamphlet titled Adam Livingston, The Wizard Clip, (laughs) The Voice... And historical account.
1: That's a long long title. Uh, It
0: didn't matter where the cloth was. None of it escaped the clip. Items of clothing were somehow cut while people wore them. Uh, Stored linens would be found clipped. Pieces were clipped on the laundry line. Jesus. One prominent account tells of a curious visitor to the Livingston house who took off her hat and wrapped it in a handkerchief to keep it from being clipped. But when she left and unwrapped it, the silk hat had been cut to shreds. (laughs) The term "Wizard Clip" is in reference to the crescent moon, crescent, crescent, crescent moon, I think. as some sort of occult symbol. Uh, the stories of the Livingston clippings became so widespread that the area that's now Middleway was even sometimes just called Wizard Clip or Clip Town. <laughs> clip Town. According to the accounts in the 1978 pamphlet, Livingston began looking to religion for a solution to his problems. He reached out to his Lutheran pastor, but was turned away after the minister argued that it was not his power to banish the evil spirit in his house. After that, Livingston it was began, his day off, too, was, so... Look,
1: Adam... I'd love to help you. Leave me alone on Fridays. <laughs> I, I just asked for one day to myself, okay? One goddamn day to myself. I will see you Wednesdays and Sundays. Yeah. And
0: if you have a ghost problem, then... Come talk to me. Remind me. But I'm very busy those days. <laughs> After Adam, that, <laughs> Livingston began broadening his spiritual search. He approached an Episcopal minister and was even visited by a Methodist preacher. He even entertained self-proclaimed conjurers, but reportedly each person who tried to exercise the presence was met with flying stones and other strange acts. Just when Livingston was losing his faith in God altogether... He supposedly had a vision that would change his dreadful fate. He had a dream where he saw a man in a long, cloak-like robe. He came to the conclusion that this meant that he should seek out a Catholic priest for help. So now who needs a Catholic priest, Adam? I guess it's not good enough for a stranger. Yeah. But your clothes start getting cut. And then you just
1: run to a Catholic. He finally
0: found... And the Re- Catholic's
1: like, are the kids' clothes getting cut off by any chance? I mean...
0: <laughs> you, uh, you, have a, you have a young boy. You yeah, have a
1: young son that, like, the back of his pants are getting he cut off? His
0: clothes are getting <laughs> cut. Ooh. Uh, he finally, I'll see you in hell. He finally found Reverend Dennis Cahill and reluctantly invited the cat. I love that, like, I... I know I guess that you can come over, Catholics I mean. were, like, not well-regarded for a long time. But this uh, reluctantly, like, I have this ghost problem. <laughs>
1: if all my clothes were getting cut up, <sighs> I wouldn't even be talking to you. Come on.
0: Come over here and do your voodoo. Uh, so he invited him to his home. Relatively.
1: Reluctantly.
0: Uh, supposedly, after Cahill uttered some prayers and sprinkled some holy water, not only did a uh, thought to be misplaced sum of money suddenly appear at Cahill's feet, but the hauntings also ceased for a few days. So apparently, money <laughs> appeared out of thin air. You're sure, like, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I like that and a lot. There's a tip. <laughs> Dude,
1: that's for you. <laughs> that's for you. Get yourself
0: something special. <laughs> yeah, get yourself. That's for lunch, okay? Another priest, uh, Reverend Dimitri Gallitzin, also visited the Livingston residence around 1797. And a letter written in 1839, just a year before his death. Gallatin declared that after three months of witnessing the disturbances at the Livingston home, quote, I was soon converted to a full belief of them. So he's <laughs> apparently, like, he's probably not trying to sell books
1: yeah. or anything.
0: Uh, Gallatin had C- Cahill come back to Livingston's, and together they performed an exorcism team. that allegedly caused the house to shake with the rattling and rumbling as of a, num- as of a number of wagons passing by. Finally, after Cahill performed a mass in the house, the haunting stopped. Sort of. Following the exorcism, the Livingstons were later beset by a haunting of another kind. Adam Livingston and his family began hearing something they called The Voice. Cahill continued visiting the Livingstons to bring them into the Catholic fold and found that the family now claimed claimed to be being instructed by a strange voice that taught them about Catholicism and piety. The voice was said to exclaim, I want prayers.
1: (laughs) Feed me (laughs) prayers,
0: Seymour! And it shamed members of the family who were not pure in their Uh. confessions. It was under these unusual circumstances that Adam Livingston and a number of his children became devout Catholic converts. In February of 1802, Livingston deeded a portion of his land to the Catholic Church in perpetuity. Before moving back to Pennsylvania, where he lived until he died in 1820. In accordance with his gift, he stipulated that there should always be a member of clergy on the land, and that any profits from it should go towards building or repairing a church on the land. Since many accounts of the Livingston hauntings and the wizard clip come from the writings of religious sources, the miraculous ability of the Catholic Church to banish the mysterious spirits are a bit convenient. <laughs> Still, the legend itself continues to be a prominent feature of the local culture to this day. In Middleway, triangular historic markers still bear a crescent moon and shears in opposite corners to honor the legend. The land Livingston deeded, the Priestfield Pastoral Center, still belongs to the church. Today, it is a peaceful retreat used by everyone from religious leaders to sewing clubs to AA groups.
1: And
0: apparently no further ghost stories have developed around the land. But then again, it's never left the hands of the church. Yeah. So the reason I'm doing this is because as of two days ago, uh, the story, the Wizard Clip story has now been commemorated with a legends and lore roadside marker in Middle Way, West Virginia, by the folks at West Virginia Folklife and their legends and lore roadside marker program, which is created to help promote cultural terrorism and commemorate legends and folklore. As an important part of every community's cultural heritage. That'd
1: be a cool thing to do. So, see all I others. think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I've, I've heard the story before. Uh-huh. And I just remember, like, there was a wizard. Like, I, like, I remember I barely read it once. <laughs> wizard I was like, there was, like, a wizard that was killing people. Is that what you
1: call Catholic priests? Wizards? Wizards. Okay. All right.
0: So, yeah, probably just a story made by the, the Catholic Church uh-huh. to be like,
1: look how good we are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're so, cutting
1: up clothes.
0: But if you go to Middle Way, West Virginia now... Uh, you can find the landmarker, so uh, I checked into it. There's like they've got a through their program. They've got a lot of different like markers cool. up different yeah. places. I'd be a so, fun little thing to go do. Go yeah, see them all. I think it's pretty cool. So yeah, there's a couple stores from West Virginia.
1: Uh, we'll keep it kind of local, cool if we can. Yeah. I don't know. Probably not. Let's talk about Mothman or something.
0: Mothman's a good one. We'll Might get in,
1: yeah, we'll get into Mothman. He got that metal statue ass.
0: He got, he got that metal butt. Yeah. Oh, that smooth butt.
1: You get, uh, Where's that at? Uh, oh, shit. Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant. Yeah. You've been there? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love the little museum. Yeah, it's got a cool little into. museum.
1: There's uh, Their flood wall has like... Paintings all along it, it just the history of the town, and like it's pretty graphic. It's got like a yeah. w- war between like the Indians and like you know the settlers, and it's yeah, I have a cool place. Point
0: Pleasant. I have a DVD, it's a documentary about uh, it's called The Eyes of the Mothman, I think, uh-huh. but like a lot of it's just covering like the wars and shit yeah. that's happened there. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fucked up uh, history. Yeah, we can get into that. That'd be a cool episode, That'd be a good one. yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's
1: good couple of West Virginia stories for a couple of West Virginia boys. There you
0: go. I figure if we can keep stuff local, that'd be good. There's not sure. a ton of, uh, like, everybody know. like, I mean, most people know, but all the. like, I hate, while well, trying to figure out stories, like, there's so many fucking murders, but like, I, I, I don't want to, like, glorify, like, serial killers. Yeah. Like, they're, like, those stories have been told a million times. Uh-huh. And I just like I, they're just fucking like losers. Yeah. Like I just hate all these like you know whatever. And then like there's just random so many random stories about just fucked up people killing other people. Just, yeah, just really that graphic. We could do, and
1: but I like the weird stuff. Yeah. The kind of unanswered things and I
0: know they're talking about shit that happened a long time ago. That there's yeah. not like
1: we kind of did the meet cute one, but that was like a kind of a it's a I weird think, oddity. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely yeah. a weird oddity. And so yeah,
0: we'll probably. uh... Yeah, Mothman would be a really good episode. We yeah. might get to that one here real we can soon. Watch
1: that Richard Gere movie. What's the name of that? I never
0: have watched that. Uh, the name of Mothman it? Prophecies. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I saw did, it once. I, it didn't really. I never did watch it. Yeah, he didn't stick any gerbils up his ass. So I was like, I'm not watching this. Isn't <laughs> that a? That's, <laughs> that's, a that Gear yeah. <laughs> that's a Richard Gere rumor. Yeah, uh, that's a Richard Gere rumor.
0: I told you about when uh, my buddy called me that one night because he said the Mothman attacked him he like, might have. I ended up like going over to his apartment. Like he was sitting there, like with a shotgun.
1: Oh my gosh! He was terrified. Yeah,
0: but he was also like one of the most overdramatic people I've ever met in my sure. life. Sure. So, but he and then like I went out the next morning, or like the next day I went back over, and he like said like it had hit the roof of his car, like right here on a. Rosemar uh-huh. Road, which all of you listening, other than They're like, yeah, yeah, right there on Rosemar. <laughs> yeah, you people in France, Rosemar Road, Parkersburg. It, it's it's a bit of a landmark called Rosemar <laughs>
1: Corner. Okay, but uh, Google it.
0: He said that like it swooped down, and, like landed on the hood of his car, uh, and then like jumped to the or like he could, He said like it sounded like it was like digging its claws in. Uh-huh. So I remember, like we went out looked at his car, and there was of course nothing. Yeah, of course. And he was just, like talking about how like. It, he must have like some sort of ability to like hide. Like it was just, <laughs> he wasn't on drugs either. Like he was.
1: He needed them then. He's a pretty
0: normal dude. Yeah. He's just very overdramatic.
1: Say his name right now. I won't. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we talked. Well, we talked about him in the backyard wrestling episode that hasn't aired. Okay. Uh, that's hidden. If you want to hear it, you can go to our site and support us, and you can give us like I don't know like sixty bucks and I'll release the episode. Sure,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not very good. You'll find out where all the bodies are buried. All of the
0: bodies. All of them. I know them all. I draw the map.
1: You let the bodies hit the floor.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I heard... uh, I was on my way home the other day. Fucking uh, Papa Roach, uh, Last Resort, came on. Oh,
1: my God.
0: How did that shit play on the right...
1: It was just that time where it was like corn, Limp Biscuit, that kind of band. I remember they were at a Warp Tour... And it was uh, MXPX was mm-hmm. playing, and then right after MXPX was Papa Roach. And, like, MXPX got done playing, and I just, like, I was front row. I, like, turned around and left. I was like, I do not want to see Papa Roach. That's just, it's like. Cut uh, my life into pieces.
0: I was to the lyrics, and I was just like, Jesus Christ.
1: they <laughs> are like, a 13-year-old girl. It
0: is, but at the same time, I'm like, like. Good God! Like this is like some serious shit. This guy, like, yeah. if it's you know, it does sound like the. Du- but you say that, but like, it's his last resort. It's you know talking about fucking suicide and shit. And I was like, but so this is all okay. But like, they bleep ass, yeah, and stuff in songs. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Damn.
0: But yeah, just listen to it. I was like, good lord, the early two thousands were. Let's
1: do an episode about Papa Roach. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough there.
0: <laughs> Isn't the lead singer's name like Colby? Yeah, Kobe. Colby. Kobe.
1: Co- I don't know. Something. Yeah, something. It's definitely something. He got a He's name. He's got a name. He's got a name and tattoos and they're hair. They're probably
0: still around. Oh, yeah. Sure none of those bands fucking go away.
1: No. They're like still, roaches. They're still... <laughs> Especially when you're the Papa Roach. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't... <laughs> All right. Hey, if you're in Papa Roach and you want to explain what your name is, don't. Don't. We don't care. Just, I don't,
0: maybe, like, uh, the, have you seen, like, uh, you know the band Trapped? Yeah. Have you seen, like, how they're, like, fucking crazy Trump supporters. and Oh, really? Like, they're constantly posting... Like, they are, like, constantly fighting with people on Twitter.
1: That's a smart move. And... Audrey Huff is Calling people, that. like, libtards Baseball. and shit like that. Oh, my God. Those buzzwords, man. We're going to talk about that before we start recording. Like, Snowflake, yeah. libtard. Yeah. Like, if anyone uses any of those fucking... Like, it's just automatically like, all right, this conversation's yeah. over. Well,
0: especially from, the, from fucking Trapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and there's all these people that are, like... They now, there's a ton of people on the right that now like it's their best band ever. Yeah, traps. Like you're fucking stupid. Bro.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Like whoever you
0: like, but Jesus Christ, don't just, make it. Yeah, trapped. just because
1: like a band likes the guy, president that you like doesn't. It doesn't make, make their them, fucking music good. Yeah. Like just because someone's anti-Trump, I'm not gonna be like, oh, they're the best band ever. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. West, not... Vig- West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia, West, Virginia. Well, West, West Virginia. So we'll be back
0: with a new episode coming soon. Uh, until then, like and subscribe on uh, whatever you're listening to this, whatever platform. If you're listening yeah. on an Apple Podcast, please leave a review. Like I said, you can go to our YouTube. We're going to get some more content there. We're trying to think of some ideas for video content.
1: Hopefully, we'll I got an idea for one.
0: I will be working on this weekend. I'm going to try to do some stuff with the footage of a thing that we started.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Was it last summer? Yeah, it was probably a
1: good 14 months ago.
0: Yeah, because I can't. Yeah, it was like the summer before the gym got sold, right? Yeah. So it was a little project we started. I'm going to try to get something just so I can start posting some of that. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be good. I know you're excited about that. Sure. Uh, but then there's, um, I kind of want to use that random Nautica app I was telling you about, or uh-huh. random Nautica, whatever it is, at some point here, coming up soon, try to, like, film some shit, just go somewhere, I don't know, we'll try to get some video content up for you guys.
1: I'm ready for it, I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, so,
0: stay paid it. unfortunately
1: to our, for you, I am here Stay for tuned
0: it. to our YouTube for that, <laughs> you can check us out, facebook.com, uh, backslash middle-aged and mediocre. Anchor.fm backslash Middle-Aged Mediocre to keep up to date on everything we're doing. Yep. Please tell your friends. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter.
1: Tell your enemies, too. You know, like, maybe this will be what, what brings you guys back better, together. Or, yeah.
0: you know, make them suffer with you. Sure, yeah. That's so, even better. Right. So, uh, until next time, you've been listening to middle Age and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And we will see you guys later. Bye.